This Irish man stands with America. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. You're about to listen to a segment from the Freedom's Disciple podcast exclusive to The Blaze. If you like it, please subscribe for free on SoundCloud, iTunes or Google Play Music. And a new show is released every Saturday at noon Eastern. Or you can get more information if you go to www.freedomsdisciple.com. That all been said down to serious issues. So last week I went through a show where I spoke about Castro and I spoke about you know who and what defines you and and then res- shared some big news items that was in the in the in the news and shared some opinions on them. One of which was responding to a tweet tweet from Donald Trump on burning the flag, where he basically said, "If you burn a flag, you should either go to jail or lose your citizenship." And I responded to that. And I didn't spend a whole lot of time on it, because again, my mistake, my ignorance, I didn't think I would have to spend a lot of time on it. I honestly thought, if I spent two, three minutes on it, get it out there, respond why I'm concerned about it, and then people will hear it, and then they will take it on board, and that's it. Apparently that's not it. So this week I got a new insult. Something I've never been called before, and I'm still having mixed feelings about it. I got called a Tory for my opposition to sending people in jail for burning the flag. I got told I was against the Founding Fathers. I also got told I was against freedom. So I don't want to lock people up, you do, and I'm the one who's against freedom. Just think about the logic here for a minute. But I wanted to spend a couple of minutes of this show just addressing this issue, but going back, not just on the flag issue, but going deeper and going into history and sharing what helps define me and my journey on how I found my principles and how I the journey I took that makes me say I despise people who burn flags but they have a right to do it and I'm going to read a few things out to you that you will have heard before especially if you've listened to this show and other shows on the blaze When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. Revolutionary saying, all men are created equal. Now that means many things to many different people. Let me tell you exactly, simply what it boils down to to me. We are all created equal. That means you don't have a right to tell me what to say and what to do. 
and I don't have a right to tell you or anyone else what to say, what to do, and how to act. You are a free, sovereign human being. And you understand that certain rights come from God, your creator, whether that's God, whether that's Allah, whether that's a rock. You have rights. The minute you are formed in the womb, you have rights. And they are rights that are the same for everyone. Whether you are young, whether you are old, whether you are black, whether you are white, whether you are rich, whether you are poor, whether you are a Republican or Democrat, a Trumper or never Trumper or Hillary Regardless of what job you have, whether you are a doctor or a lawyer or a stockbroker or someone who sweeps the streets or picks up the garbage or works part-time in the local 7-Eleven, you all have these rights because I don't create these rights. These are rights you were born with from your creator. How can I then turn around to someone and say, you can't do that just because I don't like it and I find it reprehensible, disgusting and despicable. How can I turn around and say, you can't burn that flag? Even though I might, in my gut I'm taught not to hate, but I might hate you because you burned that flag. I might hate you because of everything that flag has stood for, everything that flag has represented. All the men and women I salute every day on this show that have fought and some have died for defending the freedoms that flag gives. Even though I might be appalled at your ignorance of that flag, even though I might be appalled at your level of ignorance and just not caring about everything that has happened in America and why you're exceptional, I can have all those feelings. But that doesn't mean because I might think I have some moral high ground over someone that's burning the flag does not mean that I have all of a sudden some authority to say you can't do that. Because we are all created equal. That is part of what defines me. It is one of the reasons, one of the many, many reasons America is exceptional. And you are different to the rest of the world. Because America is one of the few and if in, of all time and to this day nations that has admitted that rights don't come from government. They come from God, your creator, nature, your stone, Allah. Ever who your God is, that is who your rights come from. I, you know, I talk about the statist, utopian statist on this show. You know what my utopia is? I love this saying from the Libertarian Party. They're slowly taking o- slowly and surely fighting each day to take over the world and then leave you to hell alone. While I have many disagreements with the Libertarian Party as a political party, not the ideology... I kind of, that's what I subscribe to. I post stuff and I talk about rights, but I also try and post motivational stuff. You can do anything. No one should be able to tell you otherwise. Whether that's society, whether that's culture, whether that's government. I can't tell people what to do. 
I can't compel you. And I sure as hell am not for compelling you by force. That if you do a certain action that I find disgusting, well, guess what? You'll end up in jail. Or, even worse, you lose your citizenship. You know, what annoys me the most is the outcry from people who went crazy that Castro was dead. You had the left go, oh my God, and you had all these people going, well, it's up to history to decide to write his legacy. We've had history, we've had 50 years of it. His history is pretty clear. A despicable, disgusting human being. Of all the people who have lived in this world who are sick, twisted, and just pure evil, I don't know whether he's top 10 or top 20, but you can't complete a list without Fidel Castro. You know, when, when the annals of history is done, you will have Stalin, you will have Hitler, you will have Mao, you will have Pot, and you will have people like Castro, and plenty of others. Then you have the right celebrating, hey, he's dead, congratulations. But then we talk about burning flags and, well, let's, you know, we lock up people who burn flags. Do you not see the, the how that can start a precedent that you turn into Castro's Cuba? Where you don't respect free speech? Where you don't respect the right of man to say and do as he wants? But mine go a bit further. Back to the flag. I am adamant on this because those who disagree with me, and that's okay. If you disagree with me, that's totally fine. We will just we'll never agree on this issue. You were saying two things, one of potentially two things that I disagree with. Either you are saying free speech is not part of nature's law. You're saying, I don't actually, you know, I, I, I might agree with you, John, that rights come from God. I just don't think free speech is one of them. And you get the usual arguments, the, the, the arguments I've been dealing with for years. Well, John, should, you know, should someone be allowed to you know, run into a crowded theatre and yell fire? Is that the best argument and example that you can come up with? Do I think we should throw that person in jail and lose their citizenship? No. I do think you have to have serious consequences for it. But they are not from government. They are come from the business and the people involved. You have a right to free speech. There are plenty of things I have a right to say. I will never, ever say them. Because my conscience, my religion, my spirituality says, don't say those things. Be nice. Help them find their highest good. That is one objection. We can just disagree on it. We'll just never agree on it. Because I believe free speech, because it comes from me, I own it. You know, when you wrote the Declaration of Independence, everyone talks about the Declaration of Independence, and they all utter this phrase, we have certain inalienable rights, and among those, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That is the way it's written. Before it was written that way, there was a pre-draft, which was changed to read life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The original read life, liberty, and property. You are entitled to life, liberty, and property. That was your founder's original version of the Declaration of Independence. But what is property? I'm sure if we took a poll or 
you know, we did a, a survey. I'm sure many people would answer property is some type of, you know, property, you know, piece of land, a house, a bit of business. Some might include things like animals, you know, livestock, and they'd be absolutely 100% true. But for me, property goes a lot deeper. If you've listened to this show for any period of time, you'll have heard me talk about an issue I'm very passionate about, where both the left and the right today are dehumanizing the individual. You have a right to property, your intellectual property. Right or wrong, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, I am me. And I have my own intellectual property. My intellectual property are the same as yours. Your emotions. Happy, sad, passionate, angry, excited. I can't tell you how excited I am for Christmas. I'm like a little kid. I'm like, I, I just wish Santa was coming. But these are feelings. You might have different ones. You might have anxi- anxiety right now. You might be lonely. You might be missing someone. You might be looking forward to a loved one coming home for Christmas. You might be looking forward to your presence. You might be looking forward to many different things. These are your emotions. These are part of your intellectual property. Same with your experiences, your life experiences. You might look back in your childhood and think, I loved it. Man, I wish I was a child again. You might belong to a group that says, my childhood really sucked and I never ever want to go back. You might want to go back to school. You look back on different things. You look back on your relationships, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, best friend, other friends. You look back on them just with either goodness or badness or happiness or sadness, regret. These are what makes you you. No one else has these emotions, the exact same. But also it boils down to your intellectual property, what you create. My intellectual property is this show. Whether you like it or you dislike it, whether you agree or disagree, this is my intellectual property. It is mine. I own it. It's my show. No one else sees the world the way I see it. And no one else sees the world the way you see it. It's your intellectual property. Other people have had, you know, different opinions. We might share opinions, but they're all unique to you. Other types of intellectual property, you know, in the old days prior to America... There were days where, you know, if you came up with an invention, you know, back in the 15, 16, 1700s, and even to this day in certain parts of the world, if you come up with an invention, oh, I have this great idea to code or to write a book. I have this great idea, this book, it's brilliant. Intellectual property, it's yours. You own it. It's what protects you. People would just come and take it. The king would just come and take it. That's mine. I think I can make some money off of it. You know, you look at some of the famous authors. I just look at that person who, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not hip or cool, but you know, look at the person who wrote Harry Potter. She's famous. Everyone knows her. She's mega rich. That's her intellectual property because she decided I'm going to write this book about Harry Potter and I'm going to write it and then it turned into a movie. That's intellectual property. It is hers. She owns it. I don't know her name. I apologize. This is what you own. That is what property is. And I have a right to own it. And I have a right to it. And no one else can take it away from me. No one else can compel me to give it up. It is mine. It's what makes me unique. It's what makes me me. That makes me different from everyone else. 
my feelings, my emotions, my experiences, my knowledge, my brain makes me me. I'm not Glenn Beck, I'm not Doc Thompson, I'm not Tommy, I'm not Potter Stew, I'm not Zuddy Jasser, I'm not Justin Barkley, I am me. Warts and all, flaws and all, wrong when I am, this is who I am. That is why you cannot destroy the right to free speech. That is why I am, if you want to call me, you know, the names that people use all the time. Well, John, you're too much of a purist or an ideologue. When it comes to certain rights, you're damn right I am. I will be the first to admit it to you. When it comes to free speech, I am a purist. Because it all boils down to all men being created equal. I can't tell you what you can do or what you can say or how you can act. And you can't tell me how to either. That is the American way. That is the American traditional conservative, whatever name you want to give it. But it is the American way, the way your founders fought a revolution for. Second part to help define me who I am. And you've heard this quote on this show before because I've said it was one of my big pivot points. Voltaire. I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the debt your right to say it. You see, here's the thing about free speech. If I come to America, which I'll be hopefully be doing soon, I'll talk to you about again. If I come to America and I sit in front of a Tea Party rally, just picture this, right? I'm in America, and let's just make it the most ex- kind of extreme. I'm in Utah, or I'm in Texas, or I'm anywhere down south. And I'm at a tea party rally filled with traditional Christian conservatives. And I say all your rights come from God, not from government. And I talk about American exceptionalism. And I talk about the Constitution. Do you think anyone's going to be worried there that I, you know, someone's going to shut me up? Do you think anyone's going to be worried about my free speech rights there? Because traditionally that's been is very popular there there's no one going to think john you're going down to the deep south and you're going to talk about god and and constitutionalism and american exceptionalism i hope you have a free speech right to free speech because they might shut you up not going to happen now that been said if i gave the exact same speech in oh i don't know maryland new york california in certain parts Do you think I need to worry about my free speech rights then? The great thing about free speech is when people agree with you, you don't need a right to free speech because everyone agrees with you. No one's going to say, I agree with you, now let's shut them up. It just doesn't happen in the world. Many people do you agree with that you go, do you know what, the problem is we need to shut them up. They just talk too much sense. They just talk too much principles. My God, just shut them up. It doesn't happen. Free speech, the right to free speech is only needed when you're going to say something controversial, when you're going to say something you know people won't like. Let me give you an example, and again, playing on the stereotypical. I am playing on it, I've been open honest with it, but just to make an example. I go into a Christian church, and I open the Bible and say, you ever talk about God around here and have a conversation with them? Think anyone's going to worry about my free speech rights there? How about if I walked into a room of atheists or a a room of Muslims? 
think I have to worry about my free speech rights there or in the church? Do you see my point? When I read Voltaire's quote, it made me think an awful lot. I might disapprove of what you say, but I'll defend to the debt you're right to say it. You have a right to say anything you want. I see so much people people using free speech rights today, saying the most despicable things towards your police, today and historically towards your vets. I will always stand by those men and women and their families. But I will never compromise my principles on free speech and not willing to be able to tell people what to say or do. Just because I'm okay with people's... Sorry, let me rephrase that. Just because I will defend people's right to say something does not mean I will agree with it. Hillary Clinton is a prime example. Hillary Clinton is another person. The next time I agree with Hillary Clinton, it will be the first time. And because she's Hillary Clinton, I will then double-check and triple-check what she says just to make sure that we do agree. I'm not anticipating this happening anytime soon. But she has a right to free speech. Bernie Sanders. Bernie. Burn, baby, burn. He spoke the most garbage in the campaign I ever heard. I would love to actually debate Bernie Sanders because I would have a field day. Because Norwegian-style socialism doesn't work. I come from a socialist country. I can tell you it doesn't work. And I would give him prime examples of why it doesn't. He spewed the most BS I have ever heard. Because it just doesn't work. But they have a right to say it. If someone said, you know what, we need to shut Bernie Sanders up, I'd be the first person if it was government. Not if it was someone else, but if it was government saying, we need to shut Bernie Sanders up, I'd be the first person saying, no, let him speak. He speaks pure bullcrap, but let him, let him speak. He has a right to. Because all men are created equal and endowed by the Creator with certain inalienable rights. And among those rights is the right to free speech. That comes from God. You have a right to your property your intellectual property. I do want to address something because I've been discussing this with many people and publicly and privately and there was a very good objection from a dear friend of mine. And I want to share that objection with you because I love trashing these ideas out where people would say, but what about this? Use this, th- this logic. And they came to me and said, I agree with your right to defend, you know, defend free speech, but just let me give you a scenario. And just see what you think. And I said, sure, I'm open to it. Yeah, I don't have to agree with everybody I say. I have many, many friends on the left, many people who supported Trump. I don't care. We, if you're just civil, we'll discuss anything all day long. And they came to me with this scenario and said, but what about this? The American flag. Look at what it represents. It represents all these principles and values. And I went, yep. And it's, it represents America. Yep. So in a way, don't we all kind of own the flag? So then you can't really burn because it's everyone owns this. You know, it's not yours. You're not burning something you own. Everyone owns it. And that's a very good point. Because it's America's flag. It's your national symbol. Here's why I disagree with it. And again, you can make up your own mind. You can agree with me, disagree with me, or see things entirely different. That sets a very dangerous precedent for several reasons. But if you say the American flag is everyone's, 
and that's why you can't burn it. By the way, this person, I think, didn't agree with sending, you know, losing citizenship. They just kind of were, were thinking, you know, maybe make it a crime, but not jail. or You know, they, they, we didn't get into the, the, the punishment of it. They just were giving, a, you know, Sophie's choice, playing devil's advocate. And I said, so America's flag, it's everyone owns it. What's to stop me going into the local 7-Eleven, taking a bunch of flags from me and my friends and going, hey, we're just taking these, we're not going to pay you for them because, hey, it's America's flag and you don't really own them and I don't really own them, I'm just taking them. But then go one step further. Fundamentally, what did I speak about when I spoke about property? We spoke about land and different things and land and property and business and intellectual property. But let's just go back to business. I own my own labor. I can sell my own labor. I can do this podcast for the blaze and do it for free. I have that right. I have the right to then go to the blaze and say, hey, I want some money. And they have a right to say yes or no. I have a right to my intellectual property of writing articles for free, for volunteering, for my own job, for projects I'm paid for. I own my own labor. You come to me and say, I need you to do a job for 30, 40 hours a week, and I'm going to pay you X amount of money, and I either agree or disagree. I own it. It's my labor. Those people who make the American flag as part of their job or all their job, that's their labor. If you say America's flag, no one owns it, it's American, everyone owns it, do you then own their labor as well? That is a very tricky and careful precedent I would suggest you think about. You do not have a right to people's labor. Whether that's the person in the manufacturing place creating the flag, whether that's the truck driver driving the flag from the manufacturers all the way to the producer or to the, to the seller, and then you don't have a right to, to the person's labor who unpack the flags, who put them out on the shelves, who put the price up, who put the, the barcode onto the computer. And then the accountants who process the, the sales tax, if you have one in your state, and pay it. You don't have a right to any of their labor. I share this as an objection, just for something to think about. I love when people give me, you know, Sophie's Choice or different principles. And I thought I was really good and really thought out. And I said, I'd share the answer with you. You can decide where you stand on this issue. I believe rights come from God. And rights are included in life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, the right to property, the right to free speech. I can continue on. All the First Amendment. The right to free speech, the right to religion, the right to petition your government, the right of free assembly, and the right to a free press. The Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, these are all in course with nature's law. You know, people say to me all the time, because I'm a Christian, they go, so rights come from God, so if you don't believe in God, you don't have any rights. Well, I believe they come from God, because I'm a Christian, I believe in God. But it's your creator, it's nature's law. You have a law of nature, law of the jungle. Nature's law, you have a right to free speech. You have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to be secure in your persons and your papers. You have a right not to self-incriminate yourself. Do you need me to continue? These are rights I subscribe to. We'll be delving into these issues in the new year, in a new and unique way, I think. But I just wanted to break this issue down because it's relevant, because there was a lot of feedback on my Facebook post, and some people were very vehemently disagreeing with me. And then I heard that great argument from a dear friend of mine, 
And I just wanted to share the origins. Because what I'm going to try and do, just to let you in what I've got planned for the new year, I don't want to deal with issues on the surface anymore. One of the things I think the right as a whole needs to do, whether you're a Trump supporter or not, or whether you're a never-Trumper, whether you're a Tea Party, whether you're a Republican, is to use a baseball term. For 16 years I've watched you, and all you've done is been seeing the pitcher on the mound, been the left and the media, throw fastballs at you, and you're always trying to swing. Now, sometimes you do hit a grand slam, but the vast majority you hit a ground out or a foul out or a pop-up, or you strike out. It's about time the right started pitching and throwing fastballs back at them. But I don't mean just fastballs that the media say and the left use where they're got you. Oh, I got you. No, I mean principles. Let's delve deep into all the issues. Let's delve into history. Let's delve into principles. And let's just not talk about, do you have a right to burn a flag or not? But let's delve deep into the issues and go into history, go into the philosophy, go into the founders, what the founders said about it, and go deep into it. I'm going to share what changed mine, my pivot points, and why America is exceptional. Because one of my biggest pivot points was reading the revolutionary saying, all men are created equal. Because even to this day, not many people would say that. Not many people believe it. It's still a revolutionary saying. I would even question how many Americans believe it. It might just be more, to me it's more than a meme or a catchphrase. Oh yeah, all men are created equal and given certain rights by God. Yeah, gotcha. I mean something deep. This is what I've got planned for the new year. And I'm super excited to share them with you. You will agree with some, you'll disagree with some. But to just not deal with issues on the surface, we need to start putting forward a conservative, traditional, constitutional, whatever label you want to ascribe to, libertarian policies and principles. And they all start with all men being created equal. And I don't can't tell you what to do, but you can't tell me what to do either. We will just slowly, each and every way, chip away and to take over the world and then just leave everyone the hell alone. I gotta take a quick break, America. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. The Blaze Radio Network. 